Bretto, did you know? No, what MP? That studies show white tea is healthier for you than green tea. Wow, MP. That's right. US studies are now showing that white tea kills viruses and bacteria, whilst green tea only stimulates the immune system to fight disease. Better yet, MP, white tea is lower in caffeine, which is good for people like me, richer in antioxidants and great for digestion and a super detox remedy. White tea is no fat either, Bretto. The Chinese have been drinking it up for over 1,000 years and now our Wellness Couch tribe can enjoy the same benefits with Lotus Peak White Tea. Grown in mountainous regions of China in accordance with the ancient Chinese traditions and expertise without chemicals and pesticides, Lotus Peak White Tea is good for you inside and out. Certified organic and Australian-owned Lotus Peak White Tea is available in Woolworths, Coles, Safeway and a range of health food stores. To find out more, go to lotuspeak.com.au. Lotus Peak White Tea, an affordable way to stay and feel healthy. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Damien Christoph and Dr. Brett Hill. This episode of The Wellness Guys is brought to you by the all-new Sprouted Forage Cereal Breakfast Range. Did you know that when you sprout your nuts and your seeds, you can access more of the nutrition? Well, now you do. To find out more, visit www.foragecereal.com. Welcome to The Wellness Guys. This is Damien. And this is Brett. Brett, I here How we are on holidays. You are on holiday somewhere, and I'm on holidays yeah. in Phillip Island. Whereabouts are you, mate? I'm actually at home, but it sounds like I'm not at home because I'm so relaxed that uh, I haven't got my laptop with me, and uh, so I'm on my phone. So if it sounds a little bit crackly, we apologise, but we kind of don't apologise because we're on Christmas holidays, and we're still recording. So, (laughs) Mate, this could be be potentially the worst audio recording of any of our podcasts, and here we are on the eve of New Year's Eve recording yeah. our podcast which is going out on new year's eve and we're going to be uh talking about 2019 what 2019 is going to bring for us um and what we hope for what we're expecting what are the trends that are going to be happening all those sorts of things so but it's an interesting topic isn't it like when you try to forecast what's going to happen in wellness um but what's oh, in store for you in the next 24 hours what are you guys going to be doing in the next 24 hours how do you bring the new year in oh. So we are, we're actually going to uh, head away for a, a day or two in the next uh, 24 hours. So mm-hmm. Steffi and I are heading up to the Flinders Ranges, um, right. and uh, we've got a little Airbnb up in the Flinders Ranges. So we're going to get up in there. We're going to stay overnight. We're going to do a little bit of hiking. Hopefully, I think it's going to be stinking hot, but uh, we'll hopefully still be able to do a little bit of hiking, maybe get down towards the beach. And um, just get out and just chill out and relax and live in the nature. So, um, yeah, we're pretty hardcore partiers nowadays, as you can probably tell. And uh, that's how we'll be bringing in the news. What about you, DK? Well, mate, uh, we're with some friends uh, uh, here in Phillip Island at the moment. And uh, they've come down from Sydney, uh, chasing the good weather in Victoria. And uh, we've oh. we've uh, set ourselves up for a really nice evening. We've got some poppers and some uh, sparklers and some neon fluoro things for the kids to run around with and jackson's heading back to melbourne he's going to go to a new year's eve party as 18 year olds do um i'll probably see in the year with a little bit of bubbly uh there's no doubt about it um and it'll be of the good kind i've got to tell you um i I suspect (laughs) i suspect it'll be a little bit of moet 
uh, to bring in the new wow. year. And we'll have a nice little celebration. We'll have a little barbecue. We'll have uh, some prawns. Uh, what else have we got? We've got some rockling and we've got some oysters. So we're just going to, you know, have a nice little seafood uh, Australian version of New Year's Eve. Uh, watch the fireworks over Smith's Beach here in um, in Phillip Island. And uh, and that's how we'll see it in. We'll make our New Year's resolutions and, and have a great night. Well, that sounds lovely, David. Your New Year's Eve sounds a lot more upmarket than my New Year's Eve, but no one's probably surprised to hear that. So um, <laughs> that sounds like lots of fun. But we, we are doing similar, David. Stephanie and I have spoken about uh, you know, sitting down tomorrow and setting some goals for 2019. And so we're, we're actually, uh, Steph has been pulling out all our old magazines here. And uh, our plan tomorrow is to sit down with the kids and do a little bit of a vision board. So we're going back old school, paper, cutting out, glue, and uh, putting together a little bit of a vision board, maybe for 2019, maybe even a little bit further ahead and, and, you know, for the next few years. So that should be really fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what the kids come up with and what they decide they want to add on to the vision board. It could be quite entertaining. Oh, mate, it's always entertaining. And kids come up with so much honesty. I was listening to some of the little kids (laughs) this morning, just um, what are they going to be, what are they going to, you know, resolve to do uh, this year. And, And both of them said, I'm going to be a better listener. You know, I was like, oh, that's kind nice. of cool, you know, little kids, you know, calling out that they're going to listen better. I think that's fantastic. That's- um, it's just a nice thing. There's a, there's a nice innocence about that one. Um, but in terms of uh, New Year's resolutions, a lot of people do make resolutions and, and quite often a lot of things are around about health and fitness and, and that sort of thing. Like they're not going to drink alcohol for the whole of the year or they're going to exercise every single day or um, or they're going to lose 50 kilograms or whatever it is. But a lot of people make a resolution in and around health and fitness. Why do you think that is, Brado? Well, it's just that time of year, isn't it? You know, a new year, it seems like a you know a new year, a new start. Uh, I guess like people just see that as, yeah, as a good opportunity to sort of think, well, okay, you know, I want to make next year. And, and often it's as a cause of reflecting back on this year. I think sometimes people reflect back on this year and think, well, Maybe this year didn't quite go how I planned. And so, you know, the determination, I guess, is to want to make next year better. Mm. Um, but I guess I, I think the the falsehood there is thinking that to make next year better, you have to start on January 1 and it has to be, you know, everything has to start on January 1, you know, as opposed to what we always talk about, which is, you know, small steps of continual improvement. Um, mm. People think they need to change everything at once on that one day and that somehow magically that's going to stick for the entire 365 days, which <laughs> we just know is I, – I know there's stats out there around it. I, I haven't looked them up for the purposes of this interview, but you know, we know that that's a spectacularly unsuccessful way. As, as a general rule, uh, to have a successful year is to think that everything's going to change magically when the clock ticks over uh, from midnight to, uh, you know, 12.01. Um, mm. So – you know, I, I think we do always every time, every year at this time of year, we encourage people to think, think about, you know, setting themselves, you know, some goals and, and some uh, things they'd like to do next year, but also thinking about how they want to go about doing that and making it achievable and sustainable and, and doing it in a smart way that sets themselves up for success rather than setting themselves up for failure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, I think that's great advice. And I remember I reflect upon many of our because this is what this must be our seventh, or maybe it's our eighth I think it, New yeah, Year's Eve. I think I think it's yeah. our seventh. I think that works. Well, when we've done yeah. seven and a half years, so it's possible that this is our eighth. I think you're right, actually. I think your your accounting mathematics, Damien, has surpassed me. <laughs> it could be our eighth. I think it's our eighth New Year's. And, I, you know, I reflect back on what we used to say, you know, almost a decade ago, Bruno, and 
you know, we talked about, you know, maybe making um, a change in around eating more vegetables or maybe making a change in around, um, you know, going for a small walk or going for a small little jog. We also, you know, spoke about goaling and writing down a hundred goals. You know, that was, that's the thing that I've been doing for, I don't know, must be near on 15 years now. I've been writing a um, hundred different goals on a on paper. I'm not typing it into my notes app on my iPhone because back then I had a BlackBerry, um, and and I've always written it um, on, on paper. And it's good to then reflect on that and just to see how much you achieve. And generally, I, I'll achieve somewhere between seventy and eighty percent of those those goals, even if I don't good, go back mate. to look at that's them. That's great. That's a great hit rate. It really is. It is, isn't it? But that's just all about, you know, setting achievable goals. You know, some people have big, hairy, audacious goals that they're going to make a million bucks this year or they're going to get 30,000 Facebook followers in the next three months or, you know, whatever it's going to be. Sometimes people set uh, goals that are a little bit unrealistic and then they miss it by a week or so um, in the in the kickoff or the start-off and they don't actually get going. Like they, don't, they, don't even, they don't even try to achieve it anymore. So one of the things that I often like to recommend to people is that they just go, okay, well, what are the sorts of things um, that I could have done this year that I didn't get done this year um, in 2018? And what would I like to be doing differently next year? And, and what would it be like if I did get those things done in the next 12 months? And so that you can just really picture it and feel it rather than actually just going, oh, I'm going to lose, t- you know, 10 kilos or I'm going to, you know, cut out drinking or I'm going to, you know, join CrossFit or I'm going to do boot camp or whatever it's going to be. Uh, for people, sometimes all it's got to be is just going, okay, how do I want my life to be a little bit better? And what would that feel like if it is a little bit better? And what are the things I've got to do um, every single day or every single week to make that a little bit better? You know, do I save better? Do I um, cut up the credit cards? Do I go back to stand to one credit card instead of having three or four different credit cards? Um, do I actually sign up with a buddy and do an exercise program with somebody, you know, and just hold each other accountable? There's, there's little things that you might want to do without having to go the full hard hog. And then what's your contingency if seven days down the track or 14 days, days down the track? Or what happens if we get to February 1st and you haven't even started yet? Does that mean that you let the cat, you know, you just take the pedal off the metal? Um, just waste the whole year. Yeah, don't waste the whole year. Just go, okay, well, I lost a month. That's okay. Let's get going now. That's what I recommend. Yeah, I like it. And it's interesting you talked about, you know, how you want to feel, Damo, because I feel like over the last year or so, that's been the big change for me in terms of how I set goals. Like I used to be like you, I'd have lists of things I wanted to do, you know, and it's like I had to have this and I wanted to be this and I wanted to have done that and to be earning this and, you know, there's very – specific tangible goals yeah. and and as i've sort of gotten older i've i've really shifted that from having very specific ideas of things that i wanted and that if i didn't achieve that i would kind of beat myself up about or feel like i'd failed or not had a good year um to really focusing on how do i want to feel and so mm. um you know for me when i think towards next year i, I don't specifically think about um you know tangible measurable things that i want to achieve although i do have those uh, but mostly what I think about is, well, how do I want to feel next year? And and for me going into next year, I, I just want to feel relaxed. You know, I just want to feel like I've got a really good balance going on in my life with my family, uh, with my work, um, you know, with my relationship, with all those different aspects of, of just a really nice balance that I feel really relaxed and happy about. And mm. and for me, that's that's the main goal going into next year. You know, it's like everything else can fit around that because really – the whole purpose of all of the rest of the goals was for me to feel like that anyway. Like it was, it was, you know, the reason I wanted those things is because I felt like they were going to make me happy. 
And, and so my take on it now is much more about what if I just be happy and then, you know, and then the goals can come or go as, you know, as the year sort of sees fit. And, and you know, not that I'm not going to try and make them happen and I'm not going to try and achieve things and do things because that's just my nature anyway. Um, but I'm not going to make that the be all and end all of my year. You know, I'm, I'm going to decide to be feel happy and relaxed anyway. Mm. And then whichever goals come along along the way, well, that's great. That's nice. It's a bit more organic, isn't it? It's quite a, a nice organic approach. And I think the listeners, people who are listening to this right now, will be thinking, oh, that's quite nice. You know, gee, Brett and Damo have kind of relaxed a little bit over the years. And I think the reality is, is that we have relaxed a little bit over the years. And I think much of that's been born out of a bit of trial and error. And in our previous episode, we spoke about some of the things that we've tried, some of the things that we've done. And if you reflect upon uh, how the wellness guys, uh, in terms of a podcast, has changed or evolved since Lawrence. Uh, moved on to focus more on his coaching business for chiropractors. Um, we've become very kind of uh, relaxed about life and, you know, probably a little bit more organic in terms of our approach. And and whilst that's not um, fringy and whilst it's not eccentric, um, it's still very deliberate. And, uh, and, and the reason why we've, I suppose, gone that way is because we've seen a lot of our friends and family go super hardcore with, something whether it be paleo keto vegan vegetarian um i don't know whatever else there is or they've gone super hardcore with an exercise regime or they've gone into doing something that's super hardcore and they haven't been able to retain the motivation for it what we've found and certainly you know i don't know about you bretto but i've taken a lot of this from 100 not out um and in my experience in ikaria uh, i've become a lot more relaxed about stuff um, with the purpose of enjoyment as, as being my, my primary focus as opposed to achieving excellence or achieving um, a high level of percent of compliance. Do you know what I mean? And so it's, it's kind of a bit more relaxed for me. Absolutely. And I think, you know, I've, I've definitely been influenced by Ikaria, Damien, because, you know, I'm surrounded by it. But, you know, I spend so much time <laughs> with you. I spend so much time with Marcus. I spend so much time with Stephanie, all of whom have been there and been profoundly influenced by it. I think I can't help but absorb a little bit of that by osmosis. But I, I do also think that for me, a lot of it is probably, as you said before, is almost more so from trial and error, you know, from mm. saying, well, you know, I've been through phases in my life where I've been so dedicated to try and be, um, you know, goal-oriented and to have these things that I needed to hit and to tick off of my list and that, you know, when I get there, I'm going to be happy. When I get there, I'm going to be happy. When I achieve this, I'm going to be happy. When I earn that, I'm going to be happy. And I think the longer you go on, the more you realise that it doesn't work mm. and that, that, that no matter what, you know, there's always going to be another mountain. There's always going to be another hill to climb. That There's always going to be someone out there who's doing better, you know, and so – if that's what you're looking for, then you kind of once again setting yourself up for failure. Um, but you know what you can really control is is how you choose to feel and how you choose to perceive the world around you. And and I think you know if you get that right, then then you really can be happy. You know, I, I always come back. I was just talking about this. I think to the kids yesterday that the what the thing that always comes back into my mind when I talk about this stuff is, and I know I've talked about it on the show before, the parable of the Mexican fisherman. And, yes. and you know that fisherman who you know who just wants it just has a great quality of life. And, Was he Mexican? Yeah, doesn't have to go to that. Mexican fisherman. Yeah, I didn't know he was Mexican. I just, I just thought he was a fisherman. No, Mexican fisherman, and uh, and he catches fish. Unlike unlike you today, he catches fish. <laughs> this guy, <great. laughs> that's why he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> there was this young bloke who was sixteen years old, and he caught a bag full. He caught heaps, but he'd been fishing for probably eight or nine hours. 
And we got there. <laughs> oh, beautiful. He's got stuck That's in a bag. We'll get heaps, but we didn't get any. We got nothing tonight. Uh. But yeah, is a great, that is a great parable, isn't it? And uh, and you know, there's a lot of that pursuit for um, for monetization, and we see that. And our industry is rife with people trying to monetize information or monetize um, content. That really, you know, at the end of the day, it's it, you know, actually, I'm not going to get on my high horse, but if you want to monetize it, that's totally fine. But you may actually miss out on the beautiful part of that information or the beautiful part of that lifestyle if you're trying to monetize everything that you put your fingers to. So, you know, quite often it's quite nice just to share. It's a beautiful thing to be. Um, Bretto, uh, I've just had a bit of a thought, and maybe this is something that could actually happen, but maybe you and Steffi could come on your honeymoon to Ikaria. Um, that could be quite a good little thing to do. What do you think about that one? And maybe we can get LT to come and join us and all of us will do a honeymoon for you guys in, uh, in Ikaria in 2019. What do you think about that? David, I love you, mate. I love you dearly, but I'm not bringing with you with me on my honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, have got, we have got a honeymoon planned. And so, you know, we start talking about what we're going to be doing next year. And obviously for me, that's a big one. Uh, is that, you know, in May next year, Steph and I will be getting married. And the day after we get married, we are heading off um, to Croatia uh, for nice. two and a bit weeks, which is fantastic. Um, and one of and, and that probably fits into, uh, you know, we're talking about sort of goals for next year. And one of the things I would like to do next year is have more holidays. Um, you know, this year was a bit of a busy, crazy year with lots going on and lots of new events and lots of exciting stuff happening on the wellness couch and I moved practice and, you know, lots of stuff happening this year. And so, but next year I've sort of gone, well, okay, you know, now it's time to, uh, you know, make sure that you're recharging the batteries as well and uh, once again get, getting that balance and that happiness happening. So we'll be definitely going to Croatia next year for the honeymoon. Obviously the wedding is very exciting and, and very much looking forward to that Uh Great MC lined up, Damien Christoph, which is going to be hilarious, I know. <laughs> and um, but then later on in the year, I really want to uh, go with the whole family and take the kids overseas somewhere. And so we'll probably nick across to yeah, just somewhere close, so the Bali or somewhere like that, and, and have a little bit of a holiday with the family as well. So that's certainly part of my thinking and my plans for next year. And yeah. uh, and the other the other big thing that's happening for me next year is going to be books because um, I'm in the middle at the moment of. Uh, Finally, creating a hard copy version of Nourish Without Nagging, which is the uh, nice. healthy kids eating ebook that I had for a number of years, and, and always planned on making a hard copy with a, a few uh, recipes and a few little bits and pieces extra in it as well. So that'll be coming out really soon, hopefully, and, I, and we'll obviously I'll let everyone know when that happens. And um, but also I've finished my book Rock Bottom Demo, and so that's mm. been in the works for a couple of years now. Um, I was originally talking, I originally spoke with Hay House about uh, publishing it, but that's not going to happen now. And so I'm just in the in the throes at the moment of figuring out whether to go with another publisher or whether to self-publish. But either way, that should be out next year. Next year? It'll right. be next year when it goes live. So that's yep. really exciting. Oh, next well, year's in 2020 or next year 2019? I was, I was trying to figure out when this goes live. It'll be it'll still be 2018 when this goes live, so it'll still be next. <laughs> that is true. People will probably be listening to it in 2019, and, uh, and so then if it's 2019, it's this year, but that's just getting really confusing. So those are, I guess, the big higher points, I think, that are happening for me next year. And actually, the one other one that's happening next year, obviously we've got our event happening again next year for the Wellness Couch. So we'll be doing three base camps, we're doing a wellness summit, we're doing a wellness breakthrough and one of the high points of that is going to be our first international event 
demo. So we're we're doing a wellness base camp in New Zealand next year, uh, which is going to be later in the year. I think it's October. I think it is um, the wellnessbasecamp.com. Uh, that Sorry, is that's that's the other one that's going to be a big one. Heading over to see the Kiwis, your friends, demo, and so yeah. um, that's going to be super exciting as well. So. Those are the sort of high points for me looking forward to next year. What about you, Damo? What have you got on the cards? Well, one of the things, just like you said, mate, um, one of the things that I've committed to doing over the last few years is travel a lot. Um, and my intention this year is to travel a lot more than, but we've got Jackson through year 12, so now we don't need to you know, stress and worry about sticking to school holidays, which is really fantastic. We can start to go um, on a lot of other different types of trips. And so at this point in time, I'm going to be, I've got, Ikaria again in 2019. Um, so nice. we've, you know, I think there's still applications open for that. There's still spots available for that if you want to come along to that. If you're listening to the Wellness Guys, head over to 100 Not Out and check that out. Um, then, so that that's always a great trip. Tagged onto that, I'll be heading across to London for a little catch up with some mates. And then um, earlier in the year, I've got a, an event with um, with LT actually uh, attending his event with Lawrence Tam, former Wellness Guy. Um, I think deep down he wants to still be a wellness guy, but we won't let him anymore. Um, but uh, we, I'll be going to Koh Samui uh, with LT, so I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be really exciting. Um, he'll be talking about that, I think, and revealing uh, all the details on that particular event coming up. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to say what I've just said. <laughs> anyway, it will be the first time I'm not. Um, and then um, I'll, I'll have some other trips too, but I'm traveling a lot this year. Pretty much every single Wednesday of the year, I'll be traveling somewhere in Australia uh, to do work for Forage. So I've got a really busy year uh, for Forage. Um, and so that's really exciting. And, uh, and with Vita, things are really exciting as well. So there's a lot of really great things taking place um, in the travel front um, with a lot of good things going on as well, uh, you know, with Amber joining me. Uh, in travelling to most of these beautiful uh, destinations. So um, just a different spin on things. But it's something I'm really, really excited about and I've been working towards over the last couple of years. So pumped, really, mate. That's, that's very exciting, Dome. I look forward to you coming to Adelaide. We'll have to uh, host you for a bit of a talk when you come, I reckon. That'd be great. We always love having you in Adelaide. Yeah, and uh, yeah, speaking of forage, yes. what's what can we expect from forage next year? What's happening, Dame? Aside from um, you travelling. Around the world. Well, there's a couple of things. Yeah, we've got a couple of things going on. We're actually about to bring out a chocolate porridge. Um, that's going to be really exciting. So uh, that'll be out. For, that'll be out. Um, uh, obviously, we've got our sprouted range, which is the new big thing. Uh, and so I think you know, probably looking at those few um, those few changes, that should be enough. That that should get us through 2019. Um, I would and love to still bring on the bags, Damo. I saw I saw a, you commented on a post from about 2011, I reckon it was, yeah. and uh, where you asked whether people wanted windows on the bags, and uh, and I told you to put windows on the bags way back when. I thought that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I know, right? Well, that was that's right. So you know, people have asked for windows on the bags. People have wanted to see that. People wanted sprouted. Um, you know, we've we've you have gone to all of the call outs now, so there's really not much more that we can do for forage to make it everything that people have requested. So we've done that. Um, we unfortunately we can't put it into our paper bag if we want to have a window on it, um, and we want to retain its freshness. So there's a few things we've had to make some sacrifices on. But what's interesting about the new bag is that you can actually recycle it with the um, the plastic bags at your local Coles and Woolworths. So if you keep that bag, you can take it along to Coles and Woolworths if that's where you choose to shop, 
um, and you can throw the forage bags in there and they can be recycled. They can't go into your recycle bin, but they can be recycled with plastic bags. So that's kind of cool. Um, and you couldn't do that before with the old bags. So we're you know making little steps to try and improve the range all the time, all the time. So always exciting, mate, always exciting. So what about, Damo, we start off the show saying we're going to talk a bit about trends for 2019. So obviously forage and yeah. uh, sprouted cereals is going to be a trend in 2019, obviously. Obviously. Um, what, else, what else do you think is on the cards for 2019, Damo? Um, well, that's a great question, mate. Um, I've, what I, I mean, last couple of years ago, I called that vegan would come back in, and it's 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 coming pretty strong. Um, yeah. I think we'll still see a bit of a double up there. There's a few little trends that are still yet to hit the shelves in Australia. Um, we're going to still see bone broth, uh, you know, being you know being quite strong from a food perspective. Um, collagen and those sorts of things, people are still going towards. I think people have kind of moved a little bit on from. Um, vinegars and that sort of thing but what we might find is drinking vinegars might just tag along so we might find those sorts of food trends Um, so we might find drinking vinegars bone broths still sticking around but what that means is that we're going to have to have vegan versions of bone broths so we'll probably find um, mushroom shiitake mushroom broths and those sorts of things um, Uh as rtds is ready to drink so people will be able to go down to coles pick it up just chug on it and off they go Uh, so there's some really exciting things i think that people will really like around that. From a food-based trend, I think keto is going to still kind of want to be hanging around. People are still going to flirt with keto, but it kind of never really left. It's just that there's been a few commentators talking about it. Um, keto has been around since the Atkins day, so we're talking late 80s, early 90s. Um, Dr. Atkins was doing his thing. Um, and really, it's such a simple program, and it does actually work. Uh, it's just one of those things that you probably don't need to do all the time, I, you know. Remember, you and I and LT interviewed Jimmy Moore from Lo, uh, Living La, Living La, La, What is it? Yeah. Living La Vida Low Carb. Living La Vida Low Carb. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, and we uh, we interviewed him many, many, many years ago, and that's and that was late into the keto you know diet, and the keto diet still around, and people was, you know still trying to reinvent it. But it's kind of like, how do we refine the wheel? How do we make the wheel even better than what it actually is? Keto just works, um, and so you don't need to. Hack it. You don't need to go and do MCTs. You don't need to go and take, you know, extra fats. You don't need. To, there's so many things you don't need to do because it's a food-based diet program um, that strips the fat off you, and you can save a lot of money and get your body really healthy without having to take heaps of supplements. That's one of the beautiful things about keto. It's wonderful. Um, but if you're vegan, you can't do keto. So if you're vegan, you actually shouldn't be overweight. Uh, if you're overweight and you're a vegan, then you're eating the wrong foods. And, uh, and and it's as simple as that. So if you want to be vegan, great, good on you. That's fine. Um, obviously, you've got to watch your B12 levels. Um, probably be aware of folic acid as well, especially if you want to fall pregnant. Um, but just be aware that uh, you should never be overweight if you're a vegan. If you are overweight and you're a vegan, um, then you're as unhealthy as a carnivore who's overweight. Well, that, that just makes perfect sense, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, it's, I reckon next year's going to be an interesting one, Dave. I always kind of – I think, you know, we always look at these cycles. You know, things just cycle in and cycle out, don't they? Like you said with keto, you know, it was there and it went away and then it came back and then it went away. And then it's almost – I think it's like the third run, really, of keto. And it's it's still popular and it still works. And people still get, as you said, great results from it. Um, and, and I think people are starting to learn how they can use it better in terms of maybe cycling in and out of it or, you know, doing different styles of keto as well. And 
you know, make it, focusing more on the food quality as opposed to just the macros and those sort of things. So, you know, it's changing all the time, but it is something that keeps coming back. And I reckon that's what we might see in terms of health is we might see a few older ones flow back around and come back again. So, yeah. I think, I, think so. I think we might see maybe things like maybe the zone diet. I know you're a fan of that one, Damo. That could come back, I reckon. Um, but yeah, maybe I if you reckon, I don't think zone's going to come back yet. I think people are going down the ancestral eating way. I think they're going down that route at the moment, which I really love. I love the idea of ancestral eating, and that's where I love the blood type diet from Peter D. Damo. Um, but Dr. Barry Sears with the zone, entering the zone, all that sort of stuff. I think that may come back. I think we're another year or two away from zone and balanced eating. Um, I yeah, think well, I what we see is it start to blend in with some of these other things and people will start saying, well, how can I do, you know, whether they're doing vegan or they're doing paleo or they're doing whatever else they're doing, they're like, they might start looking at it and saying, well, how can I do that but mm. also do a little bit of this, you know, maybe think about it a bit more in terms of the zone or a bit more in terms of my blood type or those mm. sort of things. So I reckon we might see a bit of a recycle of some of those old ones and I reckon we might see the same sort of thing going on in terms of fitness. Like we might even see a bit of a resurgence of, maybe CrossFit or, you know, yeah. different styles of fitness that were popular you know, maybe five or ten years ago that were really popular might start cycling back around again. Um, yeah. But I also reckon there might be a bit of a trend away from health and wellness next year. Like I just feel like the last five or ten years has sort of been this real run of people looking at health and wellness. It's been such a big thing that mm. I almost feel like you might be due for a bit of a kickback on that of people going, well, you know, and I've tried this diet, I've tried these exercises, I've tried it, I couldn't stick to it, it didn't work for me, whatever, and I reckon there might be a bit of a backlash. Not saying that that's a good thing, but I just feel like it's probably kind of due that we've sort of had this real run of everybody really thinking about and focusing a lot more on health and wellness that it might start to flip back the other way because it always does. It always flips and flops, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. The ebbs and flows. I agree with you. And, you know, where some people have been really strong in that, they may have just relaxed. And you could be right there. Who knows, Bretto? Uh, we'll all find out uh, by the end of 2019. And when we're in this stage in 364 days' time or 367 yeah. days' time, what would it be, 366 days' time, um, we will uh, reflect on that and go, wow, that was interesting. Bretto, Nostradamus, he, t- he tipped it. We'll have to, say, we'll have to see how we go. You, you know, regardless, regardless of what 2019, we'll get to the end of the year and we'll look back and go, yeah, we were right. <laughs> As we do every single year, we just pick the good bits. We pick the good bits. Bretto, really, um, thank you again for a wonderful 2018 and uh, I wish you all the best in 2019. Big year for you. Um, I know it's going to be successful for you. Um, because you're chasing happiness and happiness is something that you'll get if you're looking for it. So um, congratulations on a on a great 2018 and good luck for 2019. Thanks, Damo. Same to you, mate. It's going to be a big year for both of us and uh, can't wait. Looking forward to it and a big year for the wellness guys again. Number Thank eight, you. amazing. Oh, I know, I know. And all our listeners, thank you so much for your support. It's been absolutely wonderful. We really do appreciate your support. Make sure you're sharing the podcast. It's one of those things. I don't know whether we've been asking you to share the podcast. and I don't know if we've been asking you to give us ratings on Apple or iTunes for ages. So, you know, make sure that you do that. Let everybody know that this still is a red-hot, rocking uh, podcast show and, uh, and, and give us your support. But thank you so much for your support. It's been amazing. And we look forward to serving you again in 2019. Um, Happy New Year, everybody, and we wish you all the very, very best. 
Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Wellness Guy Show. We hope you love the new feel. Remember to continue to interact with us and tell us what you thought of this and other episodes. Please head to facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Guys and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. This is the way that we get to share our message with the world. For more information about Bredo and all that he's up to, please head to drbredhill.com.au. And to find out more about me, head to damienchristoff.com. Until we meet again, continue to bring wellness into your life and we'll join you next time on The Wellness Guy Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.